Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome back to Eco Chic. My name is Laura Diaz. For our U.S. friends, happy Thanksgiving. I hope you had a really fabulous holiday. And for everyone else, thank you so much for tuning in this week. I hope your season, your week is going really well. Today is our annual Black Friday episode. On the biggest shopping day of the year, I like to dedicate this episode to conscious consumption, really one of the pillars that Eco Chic was founded on. How do we consume more mindfully? Two episodes ago, I put out an episode called The Conscious Creative Gift Guide. So on that episode, we overviewed experience-based gifts. If you want to give a physical gift, I talked a little bit through some ideas for more conscious gifts in that realm as well. I talked about some of the pressures around consumption this holiday season. We have this stress of time. Everyone feels like they're on a time crunch to get things before the holiday season. There's this stress of expectations, of social expectations, spaces that you may not be in throughout the rest of the year. And I felt really compelled to put out that episode at the top of November because it feels like we are consuming earlier and earlier this year or we're being targeted for holiday consumption earlier and earlier. Like we're not even in December yet and I feel like I've already seen every gift guide that I've needed to see for the season. And I say that, so if you're looking for something more holiday focused, if you're looking for something really dedicated to conscious consumption this time of year, I highly encourage you to go back and listen to that episode. I'm really proud of how it came out. However, beyond the consumption of this time of year, I feel like it's also a very reflective time of year. It's a great time for us to look back and be really proud of the progress we've made in the year or the accomplishments or how we overcame certain struggles. This can be a time where we're having some difficult conversations at the table with family, with friends. And I hope today's episode gives us a little opportunity to be kind of silly at those tables. I want to talk about eco-conscious superstars, the sustainability celebrities. I think the reason I've been thinking so much about this topic is not just because like I'm a girl who loves pop culture, but I feel like sustainability for a long time was this really kind of distant, unattainable thing. For a long time, we were having these conversations internally that climate change is not happening to me. And of course, as we've seen this year and in recent years, there's been more than ever more extreme weather events. More and more people are feeling and seeing the effects of climate change in their everyday lives. And for a long time separately, I feel like sustainability was really branded as this kind of crunchy subculture, this interest that only certain people had if they were vegan or if they were wearing burlap or if they were big advocates for other things. And it's come to our general attention as a public that far more people care about sustainability, about living eco-consciously than we were once led to believe. Do you remember those tabloids from the early 2000s where they would have these two-page spreads of like celebrities being caught doing very normal things like taking out the trash or going grocery shopping? And the headline was always like, celebs, they're just like us. And those were such funny photos at the time because celebrities felt so distant. 
But now that we're in the age of social media where celebrities can share things with us in real time or share their interests with their audiences as curated or not as they choose to be, it's an interesting time to get to know someone that you admire or have put on a pedestal to some extent. So taking that same thought, I feel like it's so fun to see celebrities interacting with sustainability or really platforming their values in a different way because it's not just them being able to use their platform in a positive way, but also making sustainability this like shiny and attractive thing that if they're interested in it, you should be too. I think the most perfect example of an eco queen of a celebrity activist is Jane Fonda. I feel like if I was in one of those games, those uh, word association games, like you say this word and I think of that word, if you said celebrity activist, I would say Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda really has been an activist across the board since her very, very early career, and it's always been a platform of her acting career. I feel like since the 70s, when the public saw Jane Fonda so passionately protesting the Vietnam War, that's when we really started to understand that it's not just a single faceted issue for her to be an activist, that she is someone who is deeply passionate and uses her platform as extensively and thoughtfully and as effectively as she possibly can, in my opinion. She's also someone who has really shown the public that she's willing to put herself into precarious situations for her activism. So, for example, in 1972, Jane Fonda had a very controversial visit to North Vietnam. There's this really famous photograph of her sitting on a North Vietnamese anti-aircraft gun, and it was, of course, very heavily criticized, but also something that she was really admired. It was such a clear moment in history of seeing a celebrity use their platform for protest, for peace. She's always been a very vocal advocate of civil rights, of social justice movements, a big supporter of LGBTQ plus rights and other social justice initiatives, just showing up for people. And similarly for women's rights and for feminism throughout her career. Jane Fonda is a super vocal political activist and similarly she's always been a big activist for women's rights and for feminism. She really puts her money behind it. Sometimes it's her showing up to a protest and then sometimes it's her financially backing a cause. So like in 2005 she co-founded the Women's Media Center, an organization that's dedicated to amplifying the voices of women in media and continuing to advocate for gender equity and equality. I feel like you can even argue that Jane Fonda is some sort of like health advocate or fitness advocate because beyond her traditional activism that we've already talked about, she also made a really important cultural impact by promoting fitness through her workout videos in the 1980s, through her books. It became really iconic to exercise to a Jane Fonda workout and it led to a lot of other people adopting healthy lifestyles because it was something that we were now associating with a celebrity that we admire so much. In recent years, what we've seen from Jane Fonda is Fire Drill Fridays, really her backing of environmental activism and really advocating strongly against the use of fossil fuels. She launched Fire Drill Fridays in 2019 in a series of weekly protests in Washington, D.C. She was always wearing this really iconic red coat. And her goal was really urging government action around climate change. And we now know that she has financially backed Fire Drill Fridays with a similarly named lobbying group. There are protests, there are podcasts. This is now an international movement. And it really started as Jane Fonda not just advocating for what she wanted, but not being afraid to be arrested for it, not being afraid to get her friends involved, and really showing up with people in order to enact some civil disobedience for things that they cared about. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And I think what's interesting, just thinking about all of this activism as a whole, is that Jane Fonda is both very influential and very controversial. She gets attention because she's dedicated to causes. She likes to spark debates. She likes to spark criticism. And she doesn't mind showing up and backing her values not just financially, but also verbally. She's very verbal in different interviews about her thoughts on racism, about her thoughts on politics. Again, it is really valuable to see someone who is advocating so heavily for the things that they believe in and being willing to really like put their money where their mouth is. Quick break to tell you about You Can Beam. I've shared before, I'm a workout girly. I like to eat clean and there's nothing I hate quite like gritty, gross, grassy, vegan protein. I don't know, I just don't want protein that tastes like protein. And I'm also a little sensitive to dairy. So if you're sensitive to dairy, if you're looking for a protein powder that's vegan, I know how difficult it is to find one that you truly love and truly want to use every day. Let me turn you on to You Can Beam. My personal favorite flavor is birthday cake. I add it to overnight oats or I add it to smoothies. I love the taste, of course, but I also love the texture. I love how easy it is to blend and to just add as a special little ingredient. I love it for the taste, but I also love it for the benefits. In a single scoop of You Can Beam, there's 20 grams of protein. It's free of gluten, soy, and dairy. There's no added sugar. And I love that You Can Beam uses natural sources of protein, prebiotic fibers, and trace minerals to give you the ultimate amino acid profile for efficient muscle building and recovery. You can find proteins made of pea, pumpkin seed, mung bean, blueberry fiber, and aquamin trace minerals. Beyond the fantastic product, of course, I love that You Can Beam is also a philanthropic brand. It's in their DNA. They try to give back whenever they can. They've already raised $425,000 for cancer research, and they've sponsored over 500 plus months of therapy. If you've been looking for a delicious vegan protein and you also want to support a brand that you really can trust and really believe in, trust me, this is your sign to try You Can Beam. As a special treat for our podcast listeners, head to youcanbeam.com and use promo code ECOCHIC to get an exclusive 10% discount site-wide. You Can Beam has everything from vegan protein powders to super greens, from a prebiotic to a pre-workout, and even cute gym and lifestyle merch. Again, head to youcanbeam.com and use promo code ECOCHIC to get an exclusive 10% discount site-wide. It'll be in the show notes. Next celebrity eco-queen I want to highlight is Pamela Anderson, one of my personal favorite people of all time. Pamela Anderson is someone who just strikes me as so pure, someone who has always made her career really deeply involved in who she is as a person. Her public persona has always included the things that she's passionate about, and I feel like we as the public have always known about the things she cares about, right? So for example, animal rights activism. Pamela Anderson has always been a very, very prominent activist and supporter of PETA, the People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. She was in so many iconic campaigns, advocating for animal welfare, always speaking out against animal testing, against fur clothing. She is a lifelong vegan and is very proud to discuss her veganism. And she has always allowed herself to kind of like be the butt of the joke when it comes to benefiting causes like PETA. So, for example, they included this in her Netflix documentary. Pamela Anderson was asked to sit for a roast on Comedy Central, like where other comedians were essentially just ripping her apart and she was the butt of the joke. And she agreed to sit for it if 
I think it was like $250,000 would be donated to PETA in her name because of her sitting for it. And she did things like that throughout her career. And I think that's something that is so cool to see that she took in stride this interesting kind of celebrity that she became in order to platform that and to use that for her advocacy work. And I've done some social media posts on this before, but just FYI for all of these little causes and all of the photos and campaigns I'm mentioning, I will share them on social as well on Instagram and on TikTok. All of my links are in the show notes. I feel like these are moments that we're discussing today that are so clear in our public perception right now. So for example, I talked about Jane Fonda's Fiery Drill Fridays, the same thing with Pamela Anderson and PETA. They're just causes that we associate with these people because they have made it such an important part of their personality. So similarly, Pamela Anderson is a huge environmental advocate. She's always really supported conservation initiatives. She's talked about sustainability and conscious consumption pretty extensively. On TikTok, I did this series recapping her new show called Pamela's Garden of Eden, which is like my new comfort show. You can watch it on Hulu if you're in the U.S., but it was an HGTV Canada show where Pamela Anderson is essentially like redoing some family property on Vancouver Island in Canada. There's three cabins throughout the property that she's updating or renovating in some way. Everything is reused material. All of the furniture is vintage that she's thrifted throughout her life and her career and her travels. And it's just such a pure show because it's all about reusing what you already have and living on the land and being as eco-conscious as possible. If you're looking for a new comfort show, I highly recommend this show again, Pamela's Garden of Eden. But more broadly, I think it's such an interesting concept for a show because it's someone that we're attracted to knowing more about. We want to know more about her life, especially in this moment where she's receiving all this justice, where she just put out a book, where she has a Netflix documentary, where she's becoming more of a public figure again. And she is making sure that her activism, her environmental activism, her animal activism, her philanthropy work is really at the crux of this new public persona that we're seeing once again. Honestly, I could talk about Pamela Anderson and her activism all day. I feel like there's so much to unpack and there's so many wonderful and iconic campaigns and moments where she's been an advocate. Uh, But I also want to talk about some other celebrity activists, some other really notable names when it comes to environmental activism and making sure that these causes that were once so aspirational are now in the face of us as the general public. Leonardo DiCaprio, of course, has been a very prominent environmental activism who's used his fame to advocate for climate action and for environmental conservation. He's someone that I typically associate as being like quite uh, private, I suppose, from the press. Like We don't see a lot of direct interviews with Leonardo DiCaprio, but when we do see him, it's usually in support of some environmental cause. So in 1998, he founded the Leonardo DiCaprio Foundation, which is focused on global warming, on preserving biodiversity, on supporting renewable energy sources. He's produced some documentaries on global warming and on environmental conservation, such as Before the Flood. It is a really urgent call for climate action. He's been very active in supporting conservation projects. He uses even, for example, his social platforms. All of his posts are just reposts of other things going on in the world of conservation and biodiversity. It's almost like all we get from Leonardo DiCaprio as the public is his activism. And I think that's a really smart way to do it. When you want to be private, you should use that platform. You know that eyes are going to be looking at you. Use it for 
platforming the things that you really care about. Giselle Bunchen is another incredible environmental activist that she has really platformed her activism as part of her modeling career. She's always been a big advocate for sustainability, for environmental causes. I think something that is so cool about Giselle's activism is that it's very deeply tied to her Brazilian roots and who she is as a person. So for example, she's always been a very large advocate for the Amazon rainforest preservation. She does a lot about reforestation efforts. She advocates for wildlife conservation. And similarly, she has become a goodwill ambassador for the United Nations Environmental Program. She's spoken very prominently about her adoption of environmental practices, of sustainability, of plant-based eating. And again, because she's someone that we associate with Brazil, how wonderful is it that she's using this voice to be really specific about this Amazon rainforest advocacy or other things that I've discussed. Last honorable mention today is Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo is an actor that I associate as being Maddie from 13 Going on 30, but he's also the Hulk. And he's a really cool environmental advocate because he does a lot of campaigns around environmental initiatives that aren't as like shiny, for example, as rainforest activism, things that are a little bit harder for the public to digest. So for example, Mark Ruffalo has been involved in campaigns around uh, fracking. He's been involved in campaigns supporting renewable energy initiatives. He is the co-founder of the Solutions Project, which is an organization that promotes the transition to 100% renewable energy. So that's also really cool to see from a celebrity. It's not just about sustainable eating or animal conservation, these kind of like fluffier topics that make us feel good when it comes to sustainability or they make us feel cutesy in some way. But he is really using his social media and public profiles to raise awareness for these tougher policy initiatives. He does a lot of political advocacy around climate change policies as well, really making sure that his platform is used for solutions, like I mentioned, the Solutions Project. I think that's where I'll stop us today. I hope this was a fun episode. I feel like this is pretty different from stuff that we normally talk about, not just on Black Friday, but throughout the year. And I will share, again, like I said, more photos on social media of all of these things and more details and profiles on people as they come up. But I think that this is a fun topic, especially around the holidays, if you want to have some sort of middle ground with someone, if you're talking about something fluffier like pop culture, like celebrity, it's really fun to have these moments of highlighting sustainability of really looking at people as advocates and as people using their platforms for good and that's what i want to see more of in the coming years especially next year our election year i'm really looking forward to seeing how celebrities show up in those spaces for environmental causes for social justice causes for these things that i really care about i want to know that the people that i'm supporting and where my money is going in the social space i want to know that that's also supporting the things that i care about so with that, I hope you have a really fabulous rest of your day, a really fabulous weekend, and I will talk to you very, very soon. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.